The Pod Bay Door, a Las Vegas podcast. And they're bringing back another lost leader of Las Vegas. Love to see it. Yeah, the, the 99 cent shrimp, <laughs> shrimp cocktail. cocktail. Great. <laughs> hey, I'm for it too. about O'Shea's. That was a place, <laughs> yeah. if you heard about something, you know, you said the cops on the street, yeah, well, we got a <laughs> nice fight. They, they didn't have to be told where to go. They knew where to go. Right. They, they, we got to go to O'Shea's. You think he's going to sell it? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, yeah. Now, what I heard just yesterday, that okay. the, the two parties that are interested are MGM yes. and Caesars. Big surprise. Yeah, big surprise. Now, I remember, ironically, when uh, when Steve Wynn was going to sell the uh, Bellagio and, and, and Mirage, the Mirage yeah. to, to MGM and Kirk Kerkorian was in. And he said, yeah. why do you want to buy it? Look how old you are. Shouldn't <laughs> right. you be thinking of selling? And Kerkorian, of course, lived another 20 years or something. He was old. Uh, Adelson is old um, and he's sick. Yes. Right? He's, he's sick. sick yeah. So he might be thinking... Is my family going to take over this? And remember, he's only. My understanding is, he's he's only talked about selling the Las Vegas assets. They still have the Venetian in Macau. I haven't heard about that. Right. Right. You know, I don't know if that's included. Uh, I, I, you know, it'll it'll be interesting what he does regarding that. But uh... but the other thing is also Adelson being a businessman. Mm -hmm. This is probably the low time to sell, I would think, because things aren't so good here yeah so yeah. why would you sell i mean he's talking about six billion dollars right right now what we're talking about if you're new to the show uh sheldon adelson the owner of uh of the sands uh corporation uh, uh which owns uh, of course the the large convention facility and the venetian hotel the palazzo tower and so on and so forth uh again macau properties and asian properties uh he has um let it leak as as things do, yeah. Uh, that he's considering, uh, highly considering selling. In fact, I I, I absolutely think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, to whom we don't know. Uh, and a little bit of background: John and I uh, started our careers in Las Vegas uh, at the Venetian. Yeah. Uh, which I remember very fondly. In fact, we'll talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, Stalag seventeen. Stalag seventeen. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's it's. John and I spoke about this when we first heard about it, and my reaction probably, I don't know, was surprising to you, maybe, I don't know. But I think that this may send a, a, a negative message to the town, although now with MGM and Caesars Corps um, uh, looking at picking up the property, the, I may be wrong, but I, you know, I think that this is this. People may interpret this as not a health issue, but a financial issue. Uh, hey, let's you know, let's uh, get off this ship before it sinks. Yeah. And my, my, I have two concerns. One, that that's what it means. That that they're he's regardless of of John's and my uh, viewpoint of him personally yeah. and the way he runs the business. He's a very respected person in this particular industry and town, and what he does and says carries a lot of weight. And I'm afraid that weight uh, is is being put on the sales, and that's going to scare a lot of people. On the other side of it, if it doesn't scare them, then then MGM and and a and an already established brand doesn't pick up the property and run it accordingly. 
who's going to pick it up? Yeah. That's a little scary. You know, obviously they won't drive it down to a circus circus level. Yeah. But what are they going to do to it? Because yeah, the yeah. Venetian is an expensive place. Yeah. Both to the consumer and, you know, for the yeah. owners. Even when we worked there, I remember the overhead was a million dollars a day. A day, yeah. You know, that means, you know, they got to be raking in a million dollars just to cover their costs. Yeah. And you've got, uh, you know, 3,500 rooms back then. You right. know, when we were there, uh, uh, 3,446 or something like that. I remember yeah. the exact number. Um, and they, they pretty much had to be 90% occupied, yes. um, depending on time of year and, and rate to, to stay afloat. You had to have that casino going. Mm-hmm. So with things being in such a down market this year, and you see, I always look at it, that's really one of the issues I always thought with business in America is they are so short-sighted. Mm-hmm. They're only looking at the next quarter. They never kind of get the big picture. Right. And, you know, they're saying, yes, well, you know, we're down 32% from last year at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, when things get better, and they will. I mean, pandemics do that. They they, they stick around for a couple of years. Sure. Uh, and then they go away. Um, and, and then things will pick up again. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be saying, look, we're 32% above where we were last year, which means we were where we should be, right? So it's going to pick up on the other end at some point. I do believe that. Um, I think, um, unfortunately, now... Because of their efforts to try to get some people in, the people who are coming in here uh, aren't the, the the normal type of regular clientele that we get, and they've been having problems. Yes. They've, they've got a lot of assholes showing up. Uh, I don't know where they're coming from, but yeah. but uh, they're not the kind that we like here. Um, and we're still having fights. We're, we're, we're having fights, fights and, and had a good one in the airport. Uh, I recently saw an article for, uh, oh. you know, it was, they were throwing fists in the airport. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good yeah, Lord. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, you know, and the Venetian, not only did they, did they have that million dollar a day, uh, nut, um, they had all of their, uh, they, very few of their facilities, restaurants and stores and things were actually, um, Venetian branded. Yeah. Uh, they, they probably very smartly, you know, uh, rented the facilities to a Wolfgang Puck, uh, Thomas Keller, Emerald. Um, but you know, restaurants specifically are suffering, uh, so much. Yeah. For example, um, uh, Bouchon, Chef Thomas Keller, a great guy. Um, and, but he's suffering the ills of it. I mean, I, I have it on good account that they, they're slimming their, their staff down. And, um, you know, they had just, uh, opened a brand new restaurant, which mm. took a lot of their funding. Yeah. And, and so the Venetian is, is kind of the Venetian and Las Vegas, um, uh, location for restaurants, especially that are small chains, small high end chains. It's becoming sort of an albatross, you know, yeah. and go ahead. No, sorry. I was saying that, um, and also with the restaurants, sometimes, I mean, they do have, because they are the landlord, mm-hmm. um, they can manipulate or decide, no, I don't want another Italian restaurant or whatever. I want this other kind. Because right. I remember uh, I went to a con, I went to see System of a Down at, at, at T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Before it, I went in the California Pizza Kitchen, right? There's one right there by by T-Mobile. I go in there and, and the, 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 the waitress that, that, that was there, she was a, a really lovely girl. And she was telling me she had three jobs. She worked at three different restaurants. And mm. she worked there at the Pizza Kitchen, but she also worked at Aquinox, the Venetian. Oh, boy. And she said, but we're closing that restaurant. And this was long before, that was two, two years ago. And I said, oh, why isn't the business? No, business is great. We're, we're packed all the time. Mm. But the lease is up and they won't renew it. Mm. 
So, you know, that's how they, they manipulate who, who they want in there, too. You see the restaurant goes out or they close and they open somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because business necessarily was bad. Right. Um, it was could have been a, a number of other reasons. But, yeah, now now these places are hurting. Yeah, yeah very much so. And and it's not, you know, obviously Venetian is not the only place. I mean, there there are, are many businesses that are they're going out. In fact, let me grab this article here. Um, uh for example, I, uh, Las Vegas Review Journal came out with this article. Uh, uh, what is the date today? <laughs> the, I think today is the seventh. The seventh, yeah. Today's uh, uh, this article came out, um, and uh, the David Lee's the Liquidators, and I'm actually familiar with that. We've actually shopped there before. Uh, it is the place that uh, sells used hotel furniture. Oh, and they they the article uh, writer uh, focused on this particular you know, person as an example of people that are suffering. His rent, for example, as the article says, for his warehousing facility is twenty thousand a month. Ooh. you know, compared to a million dollars a day, not not so no, much, no, but, but twenty thousand a month. And he's finding, obviously, because they're not, uh, casinos aren't remodeling, they're not building new places, they're not doing it, they're not selling the furniture, they're not getting rid of the furniture. And so, therefore, they have no stock, and the people aren't, don't have any money to do it anyway, so they can't, uh, so it's a very difficult time for it, him. It's called David Lee? Uh, David Lee's The Liquidators. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you um, bought stuff there, you said? What's that? You, you said you a both- long time ago we bought a chair. Oh. It's it's since gone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it yeah was- you know I have things. That, in fact, I have my dishes that I have in my house came from the Sahara. Right. Right. You know when they when they closed they had a, they liquidated everything and I bought pictures for my I just just moved in yeah. a couple of months ago so I had bare walls and right. I went in and I took some pictures off the hotel room. Uh, Hotel room, camels, and a few other things. They were pretty mm-hmm. nice, nice frames. Yeah. And I paid, you know, five, ten dollars each. And the restaurants had gone out. They had all these new, you know, dishes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I bought those there too. Yeah. Plus shot glasses with the Sahara name on them. Yeah. Bought a I couple used to, dozen. I, I used to collect chips. Yeah. Have a wonderful collection of chips, five, five dollar and one dollars. Uh, of course, can't, they don't even use the one dollars anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I still have that. I, I, I treasure it. It's wonderful. Now the article goes on to discuss uh, more about you know David David Lee's woes, but but more more to the point, his is common in town. Yeah. Um. Uh. Right now, as far as the let's see, let's see the <laughs> uh, National Federation of Independent Businesses. Uh, lists Nevada, specifically Las Vegas, as uh, as uh, with 861 businesses permanently closed. Oh, jeez! Since the pandemic. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Now it also quotes, which I wanted to get your opinion on. Yeah. Um. Uh. That this the the standard person, uh, has three months reserves, uh, on at, at any given time. Do you think that's accurate? No, I don't think so. That that, that counter I- indicates what others that I've heard say. The average person doesn't even have five hundred dollars. Oh, so you're saying it's lower? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, that they're going based on that sort of uh, bulwark of three months. In now reserves. that might be that might be locally here, but I'm saying yes. nationally. Um, you know, it, it's 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 just it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's very concerning to realize nobody's got any money. Right. Really. And since yeah. they stopped the uh, the the stipend uh, for the stimulus package, yeah. uh, lost wages, of course, is going on in Nevada, and some people have access to that. That's only three hundred a week. Um, so you know, the, the, if three months is an overestimation, then yeah, our, our town is in trouble. Now, now, as uh, according to Yelp, which I don't know, <laughs> I don't know when Yelp got in the uh, the polling business, but. Yeah. 
60 uh, percent of all U.S. businesses that closed during the pandemic have not reopened. Hmm. Um, now, does it, you know, that could mean that could mean, of course, they've gone out of business or the just the fact that they haven't reopened for because, you know, they're not allowed or some other. That's reason. true. Yeah. Uh, now, following that up, the U.S. Census Bureau found that 23.3 percent of businesses expected uh, to need financial aid or additional capital. Uh, uh, they, they will need that within the next six months. Yeah. Uh, or else. That's, yeah. that's basically what they're saying. Um, and, you know, it's it's. My, I visited my mom. I traveled uh, to Phoenix, and um, she asked me this question, and she asked me a lot: "How's Las Vegas doing?" Uh, unfortunately, and I and I know the listeners don't love to hear me talk about this, but but you and I have always promised to be truthful. Yeah, not good. No, it's no. not good. No, but even, we're even not any different of, than any other city. Right, right. Now, the, on the one hand, you could say, "Hey, you know, it's it's not as crowded. They, they are going to welcome you. You're not going to have to wait in line for for some things." Sure, but sure. On the other hand, look at some of these people we see out on the you know with the fights that have been breaking out. We didn't have that before. You had occasionally you had ones in and and certain places. You know, right. we laughed about O'Shea's. That was a place. Yeah. If you heard about something, you know, you said the cops on the street. Yeah, well, we got a <laughs> nice fight. They, they didn't have to be told where to go. They knew where to go. Right. They, we got to go to O'Shea's um, or, or something like that. Um, but now it's it's becoming more more, more commonplace. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so yeah, that's that's not, that's not so, good. So uh, they've coined a term for what's happening in Vegas, and it's happened only in the last couple of weeks in earnest yeah. is the rolling blackouts of occupancy. Yeah. Uh, basically what that means is that, uh, and it's spearheaded by the MGM. Yeah. Uh, you know, saying, you know, you can check in Thursday after three. Yeah. You may stay Friday, Saturday, Sunday, check out Monday by 11. Mm. Essentially. I mean, there may be an hour difference here and there. Uh, and the rest of the time they are closed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and they're 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 coining the rolling blackouts of Vegas. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, two questions for you: Do you think that'll work? Do you think that'll bide the time for the casinos and the hotels and all the other stuff? Uh, and two, do you do you think people are still coming? For even though well, yeah, because it used to be the people that came during the week, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, they were the conventioneers. Yeah. Right, that's when they put the they don't put the conventions on the weekends. Right. Almost never. I mean, it's pretty, pretty. They might arrive. Hey, I got a convention Monday. I'll I'll show up Friday or Sunday. Anyway, we we remember the the mass exodus on Sunday, and then people <laughs> we would prayed say, for it. Yes, yeah, so we prayed for it. Here it is, and then you have people coming coming and going and and what have you. And there's right. a convention usually started on a Tuesday or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. So so but and now we don't have that for this year. And right. probably for 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 next year for two thousand one or yeah. twenty twenty one, um, it, it'll come back. I'm, I'm, I'm at some point. Oh yeah. You know, it was interesting. I was reading a, a, an interview with Noam Chomsky, and they'd asked Chomsky, who was who's was born in nineteen twenty eight. Um, you know, you were born really ten <laughs> so years. Was my dad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nineteen. And my, my parents were born in nineteen twenty three, right? Uh -huh. And 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 they had asked they asked the David Barsamian who was doing the interview. Uh, asked Chomsky if he remembered hearing anything. Chomsky was East Coast. And I know that my family that I remember, my grandmother being born uh, 1906, um, was, uh, was, uh, was West Coast. And, and she would have been 12 years old when, when they had the, the, the Spanish flu epidemic, the last uh -huh, one, the right. pandemic. And, you know, growing up, I never heard them say anything about, oh, I remember when they had this and, 
and what people had to do or, oh, it was terrible. Now, granted, they didn't have the, 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 the widespread media coverage because mm. they just didn't have, right? They had, you had radio and you had newspaper, you right. had TV. Um, but Chomsky even said, of course, he was born 10 years after that, but even growing up, nobody ever referred to it. There's, there's this form of amnesia. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that's going to happen. They keep saying this is, you know, the, the life will never be the same. No, it's going to go back. People will be more cognizant of certain things washing their hands mm-hmm. uh which they which maybe they don't do or, or physical contact yeah. over time they're going to forget that's just the way it is i mean i look at it and i just i'm just appalled at the at the political amnesia the way people looking at barack obama now like he's jesus christ they couldn't stand the guy four years ago really no, that's uh, true. you know if you go back go back six years during the midterm when mm-hmm. when the when the the Democrats lost the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Democrats who were running distanced themselves as far as ways they could from Obama because right. they didn't want them to be, you know, because he was he was his own plague. Uh, but now all of a sudden everybody forgets that yeah. in just a few years, and it's I think it's going to be the same thing. At some point, people are going to forget about this. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, I was incorrect actually. My father was born in 1921 and actually experienced you know the the depression. Yeah, and. Uh, if you if you read the history and watch the history of the depression, how it happened, how people reacted, how people got through it, people got through uh, how people got through it. Exactly what you're saying, they got through it, and then it, it just became part of our history books. Yeah, but it seems worse now. I don't know. It seems worse almost because of our technology. Yeah, you know, and, and well, we weren't the world power back yeah. in in, 21. in in that yeah. and 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 this is where this is where you start to see the soft underbelly of empire because we have <laughs> right. so much money and resources in other countries and where that's why they're whether every said where were you going to get the money for we're the richest country in the world yeah. if other countries can can provide for their citizens um we certainly should be able to well we, we can we just don't want to and, and what they do is they instill this whole idea of this rugged individualism that you know you pick yourself up by the bootstraps and you're on your own mm-hmm. and other countries don't share that you know i mean certainly my my time i spent in asia um in traveling and and working in china mm-hmm. uh you know in a communist country you realize that yeah we may not that may not system may not work for us but it works for them Right. Really, you know, it really does. I mean, they, they're quite happy there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the Philippines, we look at somebody like Duterte being the, the Filipino Donald Trump. Right. But there's a big difference is that he was popularly elected. He's still popular mm-hmm. because they see themselves as a family. We right. don't. We don't see that. We're not related to one another. We're individuals. It's it's me and maybe my little clan, but there's not that sense of of unity that you, yeah. that you see. That's why, you know, you, you look at, at Asian cultures, what they, what they refer to people as here. If you see some old guy, you don't know on the street, you say, Hey grandpa, that might be considered rude. Mm-hmm. Right. But not over there in Japan. It's very common. That's what you do call them. You call them, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, the old guy who, you know, you know, the OG shot, the old guy, yeah. um, the, the grandpa, it's grandfather. It's not my grandfather, but he's of that age and of that stature. Right. He's somebody's grandfather, right. and we're all we're all connected that way. Um, or you know, in the Philippines, they would they all when they refer to me, the people that I know there, they call me Kuya, which means older brother. Mm-hmm. Right? It's <laughs> it's great. I like Japan. I was uncle. I'd be uncle when you get to this age. But but kids, you know, something older Kuya, bro- <laughs> yeah, older brother. You know, obviously, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's one for yeah. you. 
what time, what year did you get to Las Vegas prior to working at the Venetian? The first time I came, the very first time just to visit was, um, nine, let me see, I was born in 59, 1980. I was 21. 80. Now, mm-hmm. did you have your position at the Venetian yeah. before you came the next time? Did you, or did you, were you already here and then applied? No, what I did was I came and I visited again in okay. about 90, 97, because I was thinking of moving here. Okay. Uh, in 99, when I got hired and I got hired in uh, February, uh-huh. right? I just happened to be here for six weeks. Um, again, I was teaching in Japan. I had the way the Japanese school year is, it ends in late January. It doesn't right. resume again until April. Right. So I had three months off and, and I decided I was going to come here. And look around, really see if I wanted to to relocate here. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. while I was here, it just so happened that the Venetian, the Mandalay Bay, and a few other places were hiring. Oh, that's right, the Mandalay Bay was. Well, yeah. So, uh, but by the time I got to the Mandalay Bay, they didn't have anything left except food and beverage. That's what they said. Yeah, uh, okay. the hell. So the Venetian was wide open. In fact, what, what position do you want? I didn't know. Said, this is what <laughs> you tell me. Where, can I work in your, in your establishment? Yeah. <laughs> well, what What do you have for me? So they interviewed me and and. Um, Got a call back and and said we think maybe concierge. Oh, okay. And then we had you know the group interview and all. Yeah, I did all that while I was we, here on vacation. <laughs> we inter- I, I I think I had four days of interviews. I had yeah. the initial. What do you want to do? Yeah. Uh, and they directed me towards the concierge desk. Yeah. Uh, and then they they had the group interview, like you yeah. said. Which was just nonsense. Yeah. Group, group dynamics came out of the 80s and was a failure back then. Yeah. Um, and then they had the audition. Yeah. Maybe it was only three. That, yeah. yeah, you had we had the audition yes. as a concierge. And, and all of that was was right up my alley. Because <laughs> yeah. why? Because you remember this, yeah. you know, find somebody who whatever it was in the group, right? Mm-hmm. Were you born in February or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Well, I used to do all that all the time with with my students, first day of class. Okay. It's an it's a it's a conversation class, right? right, I, right. I taught English. Right. I taught I taught oral oral and oral English. So that was part of it, is is you have to talk to your other classmates because there's no other, you know, English speakers here to so practice. So that was it. I would gather this data about them yeah and then i would make this chart up and we would go around so that activity was very familiar to me yeah. and then when we did the the uh the the rehearsal what, what, what the audition 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 <laughs> i did role play yeah and, and, I, you know I, and i would do role play with them so i said it's the same thing in fact i even said when they came out i said okay first thing i said it was I know one of you is a good cop, one of you is the bad cop. Right. <laughs> right exactly. I saw it coming. Exactly. The HR people. And I had jokes and I had them already planned up in advance. Yeah. Mean, you know, I look back on it, it was a good time. I yeah. mean, I met some really great people, you obviously, and 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 a bunch of our friends there. Yeah. Um Stalag seventeen. Stalag seventeen. We were we spent twelve weeks in the basement of the Venetian while it, yeah. while it was still being built. Yeah, that and, was the best time. Yeah, and I, we ate uh, twelve weeks of deli sandwiches and Capriati's and, stock went up. Right, that's a local <laughs> right, exactly. sandwich shop. Um, but it was uh, it was uh, people. It was interesting that the Venetian, being such a high end property for ta- for for this town. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting how fly by the seat of your pants uh, certain departments were ours. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, none of us. I don't. I don't remember any one of the initial staff that was a concierge. No, and maybe that was purposeful. There was a couple. I think. I think Debbie, maybe, or I don't know. yeah. I don't but know. most of us didn't have any experience. Yeah, with and then uh, uh, you know, and then twelve weeks later, we were opening. 
and and it was it was oh that was a knee to the groin. <laughs> when you think about how bad the opening was with mm-hmm. the with things not working. Now we're looking at you know we opened a new hotel. Some of the good news lately, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I hope it does well downtown. Yep, uh, Cherka sure. has opened, yeah. and at least the casino has. Mm-hmm. Um, now they have promised. I mean, we know it's going to be adults only. Uh, some I'm, of the I'm hotels here, yeah, that's great. <laughs> and they're bringing back another lost leader of Las Vegas. Love to see it. Yeah, they, the ninety-nine cent shrimp, <laughs> shrimp cocktail. cocktail. <laughs> great. Hey, I'm for it too. I'm I hope. I it. hope it's just not a promotion. I hope that that, that stays. Yeah, I agree. And I you know, I mean, the ninety-nine shrimp cocktail. We even at two ninety-nine was a bargain. Right? Oh, I'm telling you, Lady Luck, uh, the one dollar hot dog with your local driver's license. That yeah. was the best deal because the hot dog was as long as your arm. Yeah. Uh, but and, and Binion's used to have the, you know, they had the the, the steakhouse here, which was famous. Oh, it was, it was so good because Binion's had his own cattle ranch. Yes. Right, and yeah. that's where the cows, that's where the meat came from. Yeah. Now, when Benny died, that changed. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole did. thing changed. That whole thing changed. You know. So then, hopefully, you know, and it's downtown. It's big. It's a lot bigger than those other hotels down there. Was it 44 stories? Four, Something uh, like that? The, uh, the, the new one, Churka. Oh, Churka. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. Circa. I'll look that up while we're talking. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Binion's was great. I, Binion's uh, suffered two things. Benny died. Yeah. And Ted was a knob. Yeah, and know? then he died. And or then he killed, died. Or, I mean, yeah. That's when I moved here. They were having the, the murder trial. <laughs> the of murder his trial, girlfriend. yeah. Ted Binion and the, and the missing uh, the silver. Yeah, buried um, in the desert. Yeah, we're, we'll go with he died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think one of the things that really killed the horseshoe was the internet, specifically internet poker. Uh, the horseshoe was the place to go yeah. uh, for poker. Uh, and uh, uh, it, it, you know, there there are, were pictures there of all the classic poker uh, uh, games. And I mean, people like Gabe Kaplan and Benny still playing, and and uh, and Doyle Brunson, and it was just it was an amazing time. And then the the silly you know internet people came in and ruined it. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, the steakhouse was just amazing. You know, I mean, it was only what was it five stories up? It was yeah, a yeah, very small place. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the steak was amazing, and uh, oysters Rockefeller. Uh-huh. that was the best thing to have. Yeah. All right, Shirka. Um, uh, 44, yes. Yeah. Um, so, so what do you miss about the Vegas we're talking about? What do you, what do you miss when we were here, when we were, when we were on staff and everything? Do you miss anything about the Venetian first? Absolutely not. Nothing. Nothing. Not one thing do I miss about that fucking place. Um, the lobby was nice. I like looking yeah. at the pictures. Yeah, and it was neat to me thinking we had the Hermitage. You like to look going. at the oh the the, yes. the paintings the on paintings, the walls. Yes. Uh, and they had the Hermitage Museum. It was small, and yeah. I've been through there. But just to think, I thought, wow, you know, they've got whatever it was that that, that was on display there, Rembrandt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like twenty feet away from you know million dollars of 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 artwork. Yes, exactly. And to me, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know the the it looked nice. Um, I, you know, the drive and, and if you remember because of the construction going on, at least the last year I was there and before I left, we never knew if we were going to be allowed in the parking lot or not. And they, then they started wanting us to park at the old San Remo. I think it was the San, where was it? Around the, the Maxim. Maxim. Sorry, the Maxim and yeah. then bus us in and to get to work and <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. No. And wearing the uniform and, and, uh, no. And then dealing in the same questions, the same shit over and over again. Yeah. 
Um, so nothing. The huh? only thing that I actually <laughs> liked, we because we had some control over it, and I didn't think I would, mm-hmm. was being on the phone, the phone days, because we could sit in the back. I didn't have to deal with anybody, and if with the queue got too long, you could just pause it, take a yeah. breath, and, and and I don't want to talk to that guy and just yeah. just throw him back in but the queue. But then, but then I have to I have to fact check myself. Uh, that's yeah. thirty four floors, not forty four. Oh, thirty four. Uh, is thirty four. Okay. Um, yeah to the phone thing but then then and this was this was after the fall i think of the concierge department yeah uh the uh um the they would monitor the phones oh yes i didn't like they didn't tell us that no No. and 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 i don't think they realized what a liability that was yeah you are you are by law uh required to let individuals know even employed by you yeah that you they are being monitored it can be something small it can be one statement or a sign or whatever but they didn't no they didn't Um, do that in fact one of the phone guys was putting in the phones told us that told Mm -hmm. me that Mm because you know you're being you're being no they goes yeah there's a line right here Mm mm-hmm and everything, the cameras that were on us all the time. There yeah. was just that it was a toxic work environment because of, of the security, which was there because they always just assumed that you were going to try to steal something from them. And yeah. Always seemed yeah. To, and I thought, you know, with all the background checks that they did before we got hired, in fact, for me, because I'd worked in Japan when I came there, they actually called me because I'd gone back to Japan. I had a week or whatever to pack mm-hmm. my stuff up mm-hmm. and go back to, to Las Vegas to start. They called me in Japan. Mm. To one of their security people saying, we need to verify this. What's the number and everything? I said, well, you realize that if you're going to call, you're going to talk to the, the secretary there at the school. And I hope you know Japanese because <laughs> she's not going to know very much English. Right. Uh, oh, well, we just need to go through this. So, yeah. all right, well, here you go. And where did you work here? I mean, they went back 20 years yeah. on, on stuff. So if they're doing that and still don't trust you, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I didn't, I never missed. Now there were certain days, like I said, that things worked out. Oh, that was good. When when they put me in one of the the hospitality suites for the Guggenheim, and I didn't want to go up there. I think it was Guggenheim. It, it might have been the J. Paul Getty, whatever. But because those mm-hmm. people were really nice, and they had a great spread up there. <laughs> and right. then they left. Where is everybody? Oh, they went on. They, they got a booked on a tour or something. So, so what am I supposed to do? Just wait for them to come back. Well, when will that be? Three hours. Great. You guys are getting getting your heads handed to you downstairs. Yeah. And, and I call in and I can hear all the noise. I'm like, what are you doing up there? I said, I'm sitting here eating this cheese because they told me to eat this stuff, man. It's just going to go, it's just going to go bad. Yeah. It was an interesting job. Um, it, it introduced, I think, all of us to the, the massive crowds yes. that could be had by yes. casinos, and, which is in stark contrast to what's going luck, on now. And Halloween, you got women flashing you their, yes. their, their enhanced, yeah. titties and i had to deal with an irascible midget yeah like that was yes. it that was a that was the draw man it's just That's like true. oh shit i just landed on boardwalk with the other guy's got you know three hotels on it ah. now what do you miss about the town from back then <laughs> free parking things yeah, like that yeah. and and i think that they screw pe- the thing is is that when the hotel screws people over by adding on all of their resort fees and things like that and that's going to uh, uh, annoy people mm-hmm. I, I don't blame them for being annoyed but then they take it out on us right oh like, yeah. like like i did it uh, or the front desk agent you know mm-hmm. the front desk people had a hundred percent turnover every year mm-hmm. that was it now we didn't have that at first there was kind of for us it was kind of like the uh, um it was an earthquake which was sudden and then it just 
dropped everything because then we started dropping like flies every month mm -hmm. you know fred left and then danette and then i went mm -hmm. and then uh everybody was gone and you were left holding the bag i was for like yeah. three more years or whatever but yeah. you know we really appreciate you hold, holding the door open <laughs> yeah, for well, us you're so all we, you're all welcome um yeah <laughs> escape I, hatch yeah i mean we've already we've already discussed this you know a lot on the podcast some of the so. shows that are gone now you know siegfried and roy and yeah and uh, back then, and Lance Burton, and they had some of the shows. Even then, they were starting to tilt towards Cirque du Soleil, and they just got more of them over, over time, and I think that they saturated the market. Now, some of the shows are coming back. They just started. They David are. Copperfield played last night. Speaking of that, yeah. um, there's a show with uh, Katie Mixon yeah. uh, called uh, uh, the, uh, uh, American Housewife. Okay. It's a sitcom. Okay. It's pretty good. Um, and, uh, they, they used the thing that you and I have talked about so many times. They were talking, it, it came up, uh, the, it, it, Sigmund Freud oh, was really? used yeah. and he, and he, the, the sort of silly, uh, kid corrected her and say it's Sigmund and Freud and he got attacked by a tiger anyway. Oh. And that was the joke. I'm, I'm not, you know, that was yeah. the punchline. But I had to laugh because of the, the, the you and I have dealt with that so many times. Yep. But now, now somebody else has yeah, actually and it was used a little, it. They kind of turned it around, right? Yeah. But, but it, same thing here. It was Sig, uh, Sigmund and Freud. Yeah. They want, and I thought, Jesus, Siegfried and Roy are, are I mean, they're like like Elvis, right? I, I mean, they, they were the mod. How how do you get his name wrong? Now, how about uh, of all the properties that are now no longer here? Yeah, what do you what do you miss? You miss anyone anyone that Stardust, is... Stardust. I just just yeah. because you remember Stardust is really with Casino, mm -hmm. the movie that that was. I think they called it the Algiers or something like right. that in the movie, right. but yeah. it was really the Stardust. Uh -huh. um, the that to me that kind of signaled that, and and that was one of the first hotels I went to when I came in 1980. Mm. Right, I, I went there and 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 I remember I put a dime in the slot machine mm. first time I put in there and I hit a jackpot and won like five bucks. Lost it all, but I remember that 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 that's a memory for me. And when I used to come and and tool around Las Vegas for two or three days mm -hmm. uh, to see if I wanted to live here, I stayed at the Stardust. It was thirty dollars a night, and you know I was gone all the time. It was just a place to leave my suitcase, take a shower, and. Sleep yeah. and and I'm I'm gone again. So that's why you know at the Venetian, I didn't understand why people stayed in their rooms. They were upset <laughs> that they didn't have HBO. Right. Watch yeah. it when you go home, and they show the same thing like like a dozen times a week. Yeah. You yeah. know, back then, and now that was before they had they had online stuff. But. Yeah. Stardust. I think I've mentioned this before. Stardust is the first place, uh, first hotel where I saw a show. I saw Enter oh. the Night. Uh, it was a fantastic show. It yeah. was just a variety. And show. I met my first showgirl there in the lobby of oh, yeah? the Stardust. Yes. Okay. And you married her. No, oh, I wish I did. <laughs> uh, I miss the the like the IP, the Imperial Palace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The car um, collection. Yes, the car collection. The Nazi um, car collection. The, the <laughs> Nazi car collection. True. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, and the fact that you could go, you went into the IP, yeah. and then couldn't get out. Yeah, yeah. You had to go you know, when you walked into. You walked down. In, with these escalators but there wasn't a return escalator yeah yeah and there were, actually there were you couldn't reverse and get right out yeah you had to go all the way in the casino all yeah. the way up 
It was really it, funny. It's really the opposite. I mean, it was the same principle, but in reverse of P.T. Barnum when he <laughs> right. had his, you know, he couldn't get people to leave, right. you know, the museum. So so uh, they would just, because he didn't put a time limit on, he wanted mm. them to go. Yeah. So he put a sign, you know, this way to the egress. And people thought, what's an egress? That must be some kind of a bird. A bird. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's go there. Well, it was an exit. That's what it meant. They opened the door, they go out, and the door would slam shut behind them. They couldn't get back in, right. pay another dime to get in. Right. Oh, this is the opposite. This is you can't get out. <laughs> so, so I know you're a baseball fan. Yep. You a football fan? Yeah. Do you, not do, not as much as baseball, but I like football. Now, have you followed the usage uh, of the the Allegiant Stadium, Death Star? Oh yes, yes. The uh, the the Allegiant the the Raiders have been playing there yes. with no fans, with no fans. But UNLV played their first game and they had fans. They had two thousand. Yeah. Now I don't know honestly. Yeah. I mean, come on. The UNLV they used to play at Sam Boyd. Mm-hmm. That was good enough for them. Right. I I think it's absolutely overkill that you have a Mountain West team and and a not a very good one, mm-hmm. um, playing in a sixty five thousand seat stadium when they probably only need ten or twelve. Yeah, I would think two thousand. That might have been all that wanted to see that game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a big game. It was against Reno. That's okay. always a, that's the state rivalry game. Yeah. But they had two thousand people in, so those were the first fans allowed in Allegiant Stadium, and it wasn't even for a Raider game. Yeah. Now, recently, if anybody is a Raider fan or a football fan or a fan of large scale uh, construction, go to the Raiders. It just says Raiders YouTube channel. Yeah. And you can watch the pieces they did hosted by narrated by Mike Rowe. Mm. Um, about the stadium. Mm. And you can see things, how they built the tracks uh, for the plate uh, where they where they roll in. Yeah, the, what, what the, they the do turf, is, is the, the field main. is, yeah, it rolls in and out. Mm-hmm. So they can bring it out in the sunshine exactly. because grass needs light. Yeah. And um, we get a lot of that here. We've now gone uh, 201 days, I think. Uh, now, uh, this is a record with no rain. It might rain tonight, 40% chance. I know, 40% But chance. Two, it hasn't rained since April. Um, the former record, previous record was set in 1959. It was 150 days. So we've, oh, wow. we've blown the past it, that. Yeah. We've destroyed that. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're at 200. This would, if we make it through today, it'd be 201. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but so yeah, so they, they roll out the grass on rollers. I mean, that's a, that's a football field. Yeah. You know, that's, and then they roll it back in. So what do you think about an expansion team? It's being talked again yeah. about, uh, of basketball. For Vegas. Yeah, well, yeah, we still talked about it. We, we don't want to be a real city. We like to be in a mirage, an illusion. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, the Festival of Fools destination. And mm-hmm. I think, I know they were talking about movie theaters. You know, this is the this is the death knell for them. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I think that I've, I've heard this before. I heard it in the 80s when they came out with VCRs. Um, <laughs> right. I think once the, the this, we get a, a handle on this uh, pandemic, and we will. Mm-hmm. Um, that people are going to be dying to get out of the house. They're going to be sick and tired of watching shit on their television. Right. They're going to want to go to the movies again. And probably of, of places to go, even now, mm-hmm. public places, a movie theater, you can, you know, I mean, they're rarely full anyway. Um, you know, I like to go to the ones that have those comfortable seats. The only problem is it, it, they're, they're too comfortable. You can probably fall asleep <laughs> True. Um, in it, True. but they're, they're spread apart far enough. I mean, uh, I kind of think a movie theater would be one of the safer places to go in public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, I think you're going to want to see that. Some movies I've seen, I thought, oh, that's good. It would have been a lot better on the big screen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, the, you know, the whole streaming issue 
you know, like Disney Plus obviously is going to yeah. put a lot of their their uh, Star Wars content and Marvel content yeah. on Disney Plus. Um, uh, neither here nor there, but uh, Mulan uh, was the, the they tried the premium service on Mulan. Not only were you paying for Disney Plus, but you paid thirty bucks to see Mulan. Ooh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And and I, again, I I can't say it was a failure or not, but it was definitely a failure for me. I would never do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I do think. I do think you're right. Um, specifically, movie theaters in Vegas, I think, are going to become an event. You know, you can. Eat, it's not going to be the you know the dry cleaning and bowling alley and movie theater. Yeah. You know, it's going to be in a bar, a restaurant, movie theater, um, and just a whole event. You know, watching this film. Um, in keeping with what they tried to do before the pandemic is the community table, you know, and that, that yeah. type of restaurant. Nobody really likes that. No, no. Uh, but I think it'll be a better version of the community table, you know, t- uh, type of scenario. Um, so I, I, I do agree with you. I think it will come back. Um, I think Vegas is going to shrink itself to, to accommodate um, who will be coming back. I think it's going to be more manageable. You know, and I think that a lot of people are going to get their jobs back. But I think, um, I think our, I think this, the massive part of Vegas is gone for a while. Yeah. I think we're going to have to dial it down, uh, and and concentrate on quality service. Yeah. And really bring those people back. Um, that being said, as promised, I I, uh, I have another room to talk about. Good. Yes. Um, Cosmopolitan. Yeah, friends of mine, uh, uh, portion of them are, uh, and they do a great job. Uh, I've already railed on, um, uh, you know, that ridiculous article that said that they're a hot spot for the virus. They yeah, are not. Yeah. Just because people walk through it <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean yeah, that. That's you know. so unfair. Uh, won't belabor the point. But I stayed and had a tour of uh, the one of the Cosmos standard rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, I have to say that that they were. A step above as it regards the perception of being clean. Yeah, they did not skimp on the uh, uh, on the the amenities. Yeah. you know they had a full complement of soaps and shampoos and everything else. You didn't get just the one, um, but everything was. Um, uh, they obviously have, are using a cleaner that doesn't smell like bleach. You you smelled it was lovely, uh, and everything was was. Sp- Sparkling clean, and as I as I walked, you know, to the room, they were being actively cleaned, and the hallway was being actively cleaned where I was. Could have been a coincidence, yeah. But I mean, there was a guy spraying the the carpets. There was a there was a guy wiping the handrails. They were all wearing masks. They were all well geared up. Uh, the room was, however, in the last um, in the last reviews, uh, was smaller. It mm. was the standard now. It was a standard room. Uh, queen size, one queen size bed that I saw. Uh, the standard credenza, the armoire, the television, all of which were very nice. Yeah. Uh, very colorful. Um, the, the room that I saw, uh, was, um, uh, it was unfortunately did not have a view. It was a view of the, uh, the ACs and, and there are those rooms, you know, that happens. Uh, but, um, uh, it was very comfortable. Uh, the, the, the bed was extremely comfortable, uh, and, um, it was reasonably distanced from 
the uh the the amenities of the casino meaning that you didn't like the venetian you had to go a long way to get to something yeah this was not you just went down turned left and there was something you know to play um uh so i i I thought it was excellent i didn't i didn't obvious there were no obvious negatives to it other than its size it was quite small but going back to your point you know you just need the you need the bed the bathroom and the door locks and it's yeah, clean. Yeah. What else do you need? And a closet. And a closet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was it. Traditionally, they always made the rooms a little bit small, a little bit uncomfortable because yeah. they didn't want you to stay in it. They, it was a very shrewd business model. Yeah. I used to try to explain that to people and they would say, well, you don't have HBO in the room. You're a five-star hotel. Yeah. That's not one of the criteria for getting five stars. Well, I'm going to go to the book. Go ahead. They don't have it either. Believe me, they, everybody watches what everybody else has. Right. And if they pump an HBO in the room, they're going to find out that people aren't dining in the restaurants. They're not going to the shops. They're not right. in the souvenir store because of the fact that they're home watching. At that time, the big show was The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Then it got, you know, whatever it is, Game of Thrones, whatever they have, they have now. But um, that that's, that's popular. That people are going to want to watch on Sunday night. They can't wait. Whatever. Right. No, sure. you're not going to be watching it in the room. We're not going to have it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so, in fact, it was when I went to the Sahara, when they were selling things. Now, this was uh, the second time I came back. So this was ten years ago. I've been back ten years. So it was even after that. So I think it was 2011 that uh, that the that the Sahara w- w- went out, and they had the old cathode ray TVs in the room because mm-hmm. you could take them. You know, and, and I <laughs> thought about, gee, if I had room for it. Not that I would use it, right? But just as a collector, you know, as a as a conversation piece someday. This is what TVs used to look like. I don't have an old one that has that cathode ray tube, right? Right. right. So, um, but yeah, it wasn't a great television, and and yeah, but that's it. They didn't really expect pe- people to watch much. Maybe just watch the the news or something, but get out of the room. So yeah. So last question: What is going to bring the people back to Vegas? I think when things open up again more, I mean, in the sense that the conventions, of course, are going to be huge. Uh, that's that's going to be big when they start, when they go away from the virtual. Uh, so, some, I think, CES said they were going to be virtual this year. Mm-hmm. There's certain things, there's certain meetings, I think, uh, overall, maybe gone forever. Yeah. But some of those were really small, right? I mean, they would have, somebody would come in the Venetian and they would just have the meeting room because there might only be 20 for, for something. Sure. Those types of meetings can probably be done online now. But that was probably something that that the pandemic probably only uh, pushed in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, I've worked from home uh, remotely full time, not not just as a you know gig worker or anything, uh, full time for for two different places um, for the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I first moved off site from from my job, it was it was it was a learning curve for all of us. We didn't have video. We had, we had phones right? and we still didn't even have text messaging or, or things like zoom. Uh, it was, uh, it was Microsoft, uh, net connector, I forgot what it was called net meeting okay. or something. Yeah. And we could do that. Um, and they would have to bring a, a laptop in the conference room so they could wire me in mm-hmm. and it was all, it was all audio. Hmm. So that's evolved a lot. So I mean, my agencies, we've used zoom for three years. Um, and before that it was WebEx. And so it was always something that, that we, that, that we use. So this is nothing new to me. I think other places were not, were not willing to change right. until now. Right. Right. And now they find out, Hey, we could do this meeting, this sales meeting, whatever. Those small ones are probably might, might be gone, but the large ones, no, that the touchy feeling ones, the CES, I don't want to look at it on TV. Yeah. I want to go up there and see it in person. I want right. to see how cool that, 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 
65 that 85 inch television is right right or, or whatever or remember <laughs> when they had 3d was the big thing i can't watch it on my tv and see what it's like i gotta go there and put the goggles on myself right. yeah right those sorts of things they're going to come back and they'll bring people and then when, when the shows open up again and we're already starting to see a trickle of those um i think some of the remnants the the hand washing will will hopefully stay again it's so. just it's yeah. just being being hygienic yeah um, yeah. you know, some years ago, I think it was 2008, 2000, I remember reading in men's health magazine where they did a, uh, a, a survey or a study of shopping cart handles, oh. uh, and found that, you know, <laughs> a large percentage of them had fecal matter on it. Yeah. You know, that's disgusting. Yeah. Maybe if you wash your hands, you know, don't forget, <laughs> oh, dear. wash your hands for Christ's sake. And, and you won't find that. Maybe, maybe that'll improve. Yeah. Uh. I, it, it'll definitely improve and Vegas is going to come back. It will. Uh, it will. And, I'm not, uh, I'm not, it just went, you know, and, yeah. and I think it'll come back sooner than people think. Yeah. But, once, once we get a handle on this, on yeah. this, uh, next year we'll bring, a, I'm sure we'll bring vaccine if people are willing to take it. I mean, yeah. I saw, you know, one poll recently and it was now assuming that not like you're going to be a, a, a beta user, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a first adopter. <laughs> I'm going to go out and try this vaccine. But once it's been, it's established and are you going to get one? And mm -hmm. it was only about 50, 50. Right. You know, right. and to me, it's just like, ah, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to yeah. wait for that first round of, of folks. Yeah. But still, eventually would you get one? Uh, well, sure. I guess I, you know, I, it, it, I'd have to, again, I want to see the data as to what what's what are the negatives what are the side effects you yeah know? yeah you know growing a third eye i mean what, well, yeah what, well usually yeah. there's treatments that 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 do that but vaccines oftentimes it's you know, you, know. because they are infecting you basically with the with the virus yeah. uh are are the same as as flu-like symptoms exactly so, you know yeah. you might get exactly. a milder case of it. i guess so i i've only recently started with flu shots so yeah you know who knows especially as you get older right because yeah. that's the demographic that get that gets hit that's true that's um true. but you know i mean looking down the line and maybe we're old enough we don't have to worry about the next pandemic, but there will be another one. Yeah. And, and, you know, you look at another coronavirus, you know, the Ebola, that's mm -hmm. a coronavirus. Now, unlike this one, uh, Ebola was not highly uh, infectious, but it was very deadly. Yeah. Killed just about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this coronavirus is not that deadly mm -hmm. in, in terms of sheer numbers, mm -hmm. um, but it's highly infectious. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people get it. Um, and I think from an evolutionary standpoint that's what the virus needs if it killed everybody let's say within 15 minutes of you getting it it would it would have died out already right it wouldn't have had a chance to spread right right um so so that's it and the other thing is about but it is that you may have it and not know it and you can infect other people yeah you know that and, and i said well gee maybe i do need this this vaccine yeah well thanks john yeah. Um, uh, our best to everybody out in, in, in Vegas, all of our friends and colleagues. Uh, you know, we, we know you're struggling, but uh, uh, our best to you guys. And uh, we, we definitely think it's going to get better. Uh, and uh, to everybody that celebrates it, um, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to take a, uh, we're going to be back with you um, uh, with new shows in uh, the beginning of December. And uh, so hopefully you can be with your families during the holiday season. Have some, uh, uh, giant overstuffed uh, turkeys uh, or whatever you guys eat. Are you going to eat turkey? Uh, I probably will. Yeah, me too. I'll I mean, it's been a year. It's been yeah. a year since I had any yeah. anything like yeah. that. But, uh, but um, uh, hopefully you can have it with your families. If not, hopefully you can have a, a wonderful, peaceful time. Uh, but for John, this is Jamie, and we'll, we'll uh, see you in December. <laughs>